What is EA playing? How do you turn a shooter into a punk rock mosh pit? And just who will Tencent buy next? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of July 23rd, 2021. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news and a quick way to get you on with your day. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Warning, this story contains content that some listeners may find disturbing. Following a two-year-long investigation, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing is suing Call of Duty publisher Activision Blizzard over an alleged toxic workplace, particularly targeting women. The suit claims that female employees are subjected to a, quote, pervasive frat boy workplace culture, and includes male employees drinking on work hours, sexually harassing female employees, and forcing female employees to work harder while they play video games, all the while taking credit for the work of their female co-workers and keeping them from promotions. One of the most damning claims by the suit is of one female Activision employee who took her own life during a company trip with a male supervisor, as she had been subjected to severe sexual harassment prior to her death. In a statement following the suit going public, a spokesperson for Activision Blizzard says, quote, The DFEH includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. The suit comes after the company recently hired Bush administration White House lawyer Grant Dixon and Francis Townsend, a Bush-era advisor, as chief compliance officer. Townsend frequently made headlines in the 2000s for her handling of the War on Terror, including her support of using torture methods on inmates at Guantanamo Bay. The suit also comes after years of stories of similar happenings across the gaming industry, including at Riot Games and Ubisoft. The state of California is seeking a trial by jury for compensatory damages and unpaid wages, among other relief as deemed by the court. Chinese megacorporation Tencent continues its buying spree by purchasing UK-based developer Sumo Digital for $1.27 billion. The almost 20-year-old studio has put out dozens of games in their history, including Little Big Planet 3, Snake Pass, and most recently Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. The studio also worked on the Forza franchise, Disney Infinity, and Hitman. Tencent previously had an 8% stake in the company prior to the offer. In a statement, Sumo Digital head Carl Cavers says, quote, The opportunity to work with Tencent is one we just couldn't miss. Also this week, Tencent acquired a majority stake in Swedish mobile developer Stunlock Studios. The studio is known for their game Battle Right, an arena-based MOBA, and shuttered zombie MOBA Dead Island Epidemic. The studio is also currently working on V Rising, an open-world vampire adventure game. As for the new investment, Stunlock Studio CEO Rikard Frischgard says, quote, It's an honor to represent the biggest game company in the world from the small town of Skofta, Sweden. As covered last week, Netflix is planning on adding games to its service. Now, we have more details per Netflix's Q2 financials. Based off the acumen of new hire Mike Verdu in the mobile gaming sector, Netflix's game streaming will focus on the mobile market. The push in the mobile is no mystery, as billions of dollars exist in mobile games with many companies posting record financials based off of mobile revenue. Some games, like EA's Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, brings in over a billion dollars annually to the company by itself. The timing of the expansion into new mediums of entertainment comes after Netflix's growth slowed this quarter with 1.5 million new customers, down from nearly 4 million in Q1. Netflix seems to be aware of their slowing growth in original content as well. As they say in their statement, quote, 
We're excited as ever about our movies and TV series offering as we expect a long runway of increasing investment and growth across all of our existing content categories. But since we are nearly a decade into our push into original programming, we think the time is right to learn more about how our members value games. Netflix plans to launch gaming into the service sometime in 2022. EA Play Live 2021 happened this week. The biggest announcement to come for the event was the reveal of a full remake of the original Dead Space by EA Motive, the team behind last year's Star Wars Squadrons. The remake will be faithful to the original, but will take gameplay and story elements from later titles and weave them organically into the first entry. Per a statement made by director Phil Ducharme to IGN, he says, quote, We're looking at what can be taken and re-injected into the first game from a future standpoint. The game will launch exclusively on next-gen consoles and PC. Other announcements include the third pillar of Battlefield 2042, Battlefield Portal. The third game mode is a custom game platform including maps, weapons, and vehicles from prior games in the series, such as Battlefield Bad Company 2. While there will not be a specific map editor, nearly all other components can be customized. Ripple Effect, the studio behind the mode, even so far has included a scripting editor for fine control over modes. Other reveals include Codemasters Dirt Legends, a new entry in the racing series including a full story mode starring Sex Education's Shuti Gatwa. EA original Lost in Random, the gothic fairy tale adventure, will launch on September 10th. A new Apex Legends showcase for new character Seer and new season Emergence will take place on July 26th. Finally, Season 2 of Dodgeball Brawler Knockout City launches on July 27th. A full archive of the stream is available on EA's YouTube channel. And now for a message from our sponsor. The game that previously leaked as Tom Clancy's Battle Cat has been officially revealed. Ubisoft unveiled the game Tom Clancy's X Defiant, a 6v6 free-to-play shooter described as, quote, a fast-paced firefights meets punk rock mosh pit. The game was announced in an awkward fashion, first teased over the weekend on Twitter, and then revealed with a video on Monday, prior to the company's stockholder presentation on Tuesday. The game is being developed by Ubisoft San Francisco, the studio mostly known for their work on Rocksmith. The game is being led by former Call of Duty franchise head Mark Rubin. The game involves four factions of characters from various Tom Clancy games, including the Wolves from Ghost Recon and Echelon Agents from Splinter Cell. Gameplay is reminiscent of other competitive hero-based shooters, such as Overwatch, but with the pacing and movement of a Call of Duty game. The game currently has no release date, but a PC beta is launching on August 5th for players who register on the game's website. Also in Ubisoft news, two new stories from Kotaku's Ethan Gatch detail the toxic workplace that is Ubisoft Singapore and how ongoings at the studio have affected the development of upcoming pirate game Skull and Bones. The game, per the story, has seen many forms and iterations since its reveal in 2017, to the point where one version was almost ready for launch before going back to the drawing board. One current developer, per the story, says, quote, It's too big to fail, just like the banks in the US as to why the game has not been cancelled. The story details that Ubisoft received significant tax breaks and subsidies for hosting a studio in the city, but many of the breaks are contingent on the studio launching its own IP. As for the toxicity within the studio, a second story opens with a quote from a former developer. Quote, 
Ubisoft Singapore has always been kind of known to be one of the worst Ubisoft studios in terms of culture. Issues at the studio include sexual harassment, racial bias, and bullying from upper management. The story also details the wage differences between locals working at the studio and expats, with HR making the wage gap to be nothing more than a gap in experience. Full stories can be read on Kotaku. Pro Evolution Soccer is no more. The long-running soccer simulation by Konami is being revamped into eFootball, a, quote, all-new football simulation platform. The new free-to-play game is built on Unreal Engine 4, bringing an end to the famed Fox Engine that had previously powered older versions of PES and Metal Gear Solid 5. The move to Unreal, however, allows for gameplay parity and easy porting to a variety of systems. The game will be light on content at launch, but Konami has laid out plans for online leagues, team-building modes, and cross-platform play in a development roadmap. Konami also mentioned bringing certain game modes as optional, paid DLC in the future, with no specifics regarding which modes, though this may be how the platform will iterate annually with single-player-based content. eFootball will be launching sometime this fall on PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox, PC, iOS, and Android. Finally this week, the Museum of Pinball is shutting down. The museum was located in Banning, California, before seeking relocation to Palm Springs. The move was canceled due to the sheer cost of moving hundreds of pinball machines to a new location. Chuck Casey, lead tech of the museum, says, quote, All deadlines have passed to relocate, obtain a sponsorship, sell to one collector, etc. The building the museum was in will now be renovated and turned into a cannabis farm. The over 1,000 pinball tables will go up for auction soon. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. You can also follow on Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8BITSGG. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So until next time, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week. (music) 